We are live on the side quest live for a funky Friday edition. Uh, that's how I started off my, it's my meetings funky. today. It's not funky. It's funky. Not funky. I've, no. I've, it's I'm Dolly, Dem- Dolly Demofsky, Taylor Bliss. Not not funky. Zach Funky Quest. Very funky. Um, very funky. I've started uh, kicking off my meetings at the office, all my call-ins with, welcome to today's check-in for the surfacing products. We got a little bit. I'm Dolly Demofsky. I'm going to be talking about the design here with me today is my engineer, Steven, and my finance manager. And they're like, what's going on? <laughs> Try it, Taylor. It works. You too, Zach. Just kick it off like you're on a podcast and just throw it. Sorry, out. I blanked out. <laughs> Good man. He's introducing his work calls like a pod <clears throat> podcast. Like, here's my financial manager, blah, blah, blah. You know? No, you're horrible, Zach. They get... <laughs> <laughs> Energy. I need energy. I'm just messing with you. Gents. They are planning to replace you. It's just an FYI. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, probably because I forgot to color match with you guys today. Forgot the uh, the memo to go with the, the gold and the yellow. The maize and the gold. Mm. Corn and corn. You guys having a good, uh, a good week-ish? It's finally Friday. It's finally Friday. Friday. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I was gonna say, is it hot where you guys are? But Zach, it's always hot where you are. <laughs> oh man, it was yeah. hundred and eight today. Oh my no, god, it's, it's been. It was actually a pretty pleasant day. Was um, it? A little bit of rain. Yeah. High in the uh, mid sixties. Ooh, lucky. But that, but that all ends tomorrow. Does it go up to? You're getting our eighty yeah. plus degrees tomorrow. Yeah, I get, I get. I I'm wearing nineties uh, tomorrow yeah. and Sunday. It's funny how uh, my weather just becomes your weather uh, at yeah. some point. Yes, it's almost it's it, there's almost weather. never a deviation either. Right, like right. It, it always like there's you would there's a decent amount of the United States in between the two of us. Yeah, and yeah. it never leaves the track. It's uh-huh. just like on a <laughs> hot express. So here's what's gonna happen. So there's been a fire here, like a couple like twenty miles out from where I live. And it's been burning pretty pretty bad the last couple of days, but it's gonna rain one day this weekend, so that's good. Okay. And the winds are gonna change too, so that, that should also help. But we have all that ash, and then the Sierra Desert, like a bunch of dust is gonna be coming over here tomorrow. So it's that this weekend is just dust and smoke and smog. It's it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. Uh yeah. It will be awesome. It'll be really awesome as uh, everything melts away. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I we had a torrential downpour this morning at like four o'clock in the morning. Uh, watered my lawn. It's great because it actually missed folks just south of us. So we got a ton of rain. Um, and yeah, now here we are. It's got super sizzly. It's like 80. It's still 85 degrees right now at uh, 915. So that's good. Fire pit weather. Um, it is. See, it's eight o'clock here. It's ninety nine degrees. Oh, so it's so it's cooling down a bit. But you got you're <laughs> yeah. on solar. You're on solar, so that's good. For yeah, you. I'm on solar, so whatever. You're off the grid, baby. Uh, yeah. Gentlemen, uh, first of all, hello to you guys. Hello to all of our beautiful, beautiful listeners and viewers. Hope you're hard, all having. Uh, just hard to keep cool. track. 
I know, totally difficult. There's a thousand of them at least. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we're lucky. No, it's uh, it's always good to be uh, chatting with everybody. It's Friday night. It's fun times uh, for all. We're gonna kick out a good hour of content, hashtag content, and um, it's gonna be maybe a good time. Uh, it's been a slow week because we're kind of building up to quote unquote E3, which is not happening. But I did post the E3 schedule, and I, I think I literally called it the E3 2022 conference or press conference schedule. And we're getting a bunch of the SEO works, baby. <laughs> Just wait till the E3 2022 party list goes live this weekend. Um, it'll basically be a map to your kitchens. And you your- should make a fake one. That I am. I'm really doing- making- okay. Yeah, I'm really gonna make one. That would be good. But uh, yeah, let's get in a little bit of the news. We have a couple topics here. Then we're going to talk about some of the stuff we've been playing. We've been playing a lot, surprisingly. A lot of review stuff. Um, uh, first little bit of news that I want to get into, and it did kind of break early today. I'm going to, I'll post the, um, I'll share where it's from. It's uh, from, I think it was called uh, Puck. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I was in the middle of something. Yeah. Um, so I didn't check to see, but uh, so yeah. this is about uh, it's a it's from Puck. Puck apparently is a reputable. I've never heard of Puck before, but apparently it's a very reputable, uh, legit uh, news source. Um, but uh, Comcast, uh, Comcast Brian Roberts um, was working on something, and that was to purchase EA Electronic Arts. So obviously there were a ton of mergers that were that were happening a ton of buyouts we you know we were, were talking about the uh uh all the craziness around um uh activision and microsoft which is daily now i think at some point and uh I, the was it the take two and the zynga merger actually gets goes com- gets completed uh, next week sometime i think yep. it's official next week um the destiny stuff with bungie at playstation is going to get finalized here pretty soon too and there's just mergers and acquisitions all the time <clears throat> this would have been a pretty massive one obviously we've seen like amazon has picked up developers in the past yeah uh, here and there um netflix has picked up a couple of, they're usually smaller or very uh single product specific developers not in this case as it's um ea which is I think, oops, right near, not as big as Activision maybe because of Blizzard and King, but they're they're pretty well known. You guys may have heard of them. Um, and Comcast was interested in picking them up. And it almost happened. Apparently, it fizzled out like literally uh, rec- very recently as that kind of kind of died off. But um, yeah, it's, it's wild news. Yeah, I think it's crazier than the other acquisitions we've heard of. Yeah. honestly because like someone like comcast buying ea that's like comcast as a whole like owns like 40 percent of the news media and just in general they own a lot so it's like it'd be it'd be weird to see them kind of branch into games but also like i want to know what a ea would look like under comcast like how would they integrate that with their already existing you know things sure. like how sure. would that work it, 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 would, it would just be weird like I, I can't imagine it even working out 
but yeah, it's just I don't know. The other ones they they list in there like Disney and like ABC, Amazon. Apple. It's like it's crazy. Like it's like actually like that's that's like if Apple wanted to get into gaming, that's how they would do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like so it's 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 always weird to know because like these conversations are always happening behind the scenes, yeah. but it's also just crazy to actually finally see it like up up front, like whoa, like this is like this is where these things are now. But I think really with the Activision news, it's kind of pushed a lot of other companies to think, oh, we can actually do this too. Like we can we can get a slice of the pie finally. Like we can. So it's yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm glad it fell through, kind of, but also kind of not because i just love to see what would happen because it's something new like this never been done before in gaming so i don't know how bizarre is it to think that and a company as large as nbc universal is just a division of the company of comcast yeah no it's it's actually it's actually insane it really is I, i what i find super interesting about this is um uh, Comcast, obviously, being as massive as they are, their ISP service and their ability to deliver content. Um, you can play games through your Xfinity box right now. Um, yeah. so there are things as simple as like Wordle style games. And then there's stuff that they have actually have um, some more well-known uh, kind of higher quality. Runescape. Runescape. Um, <laughs> Runescape, actually. Runescape. Mortal Kombat. No, they, they do have games on there. How much of that would have been, how much of like EA stuff could have been integrated in that, right? You're like, you'll be watching the Super Bowl, right? You'll watch Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl's on NBC, let's say. NBC owns EA. And it's like, oh, by the way, you could play this game now, click the button on your NB, on your yeah. Xfinity ro- remote and play this Super Bowl moment right now. That's like what I'm thinking about. Cause mm-hmm. like realistically, a company could just buy EA and just be an EA thing. Like they'd yeah. be like, hey, this is just this is the only place you can play EA games and it would work. Like, mm-hmm. especially with that concept of just like having a having a Comcast box, like being like, Hey, here you can play every sports game we have that the next Mass Effect, like you can just like play it like and integrating that with their already existing tv brands would like it's a whole different level and it's crazy that we're at that point but it really i think is all due to xbox and the game game pass and all things that they've been doing like it's like proving that there's alternative ways to get games out to people and people who are smart or people who are in business are paying attention to that it really does feel like maybe even five years from now, we could be looking at a very different uh, gaming landscape. Definitely 10 years from now, there'll be companies that have merged and fallen and grown. But I think even five years from now, we might be seeing, we'll probably have seen a merger like this or a purchase like this go through with, from an ISP standpoint. Um, Yeah. No, I wouldn't like in, I wouldn't be surprised if in 20 years, all gaming is kind of just under like one guy, like one thing, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like, like every, like Com Comcast owns every game. Like, and it's going to be I, fucking Waluigi sitting on top. I'm going to, I'm going to hold out hope Jim Ryan for the no. greater good. No, um, you, but, no, you have to fall into despair and think about the negative. <laughs> despair. No, I, I mean, well, yeah, obviously they're, you're getting these big giant companies 
bought and purchased and, and merged and all that kind of stuff. But again, indies, dude, indies and the double A and the smaller level stuff. Uh, there is plenty of content coming out, and you're kind of yep. seeing the again. We talked about in the past, which is why we freaking love indies so much here at Side Questing, is because yeah, they're taking chances, but they really are holding up the industry because everything's getting postponed. Everything's getting delayed. We talked about it a little bit last week. Taylor, you, you hopped in at the very end. Um, and yeah. was my, my, my only partner, we talked about Starfield a bit. Um, but uh, this year is, you, you got a very front loaded uh, portion of the year. And the second half could very well be us just saying, well, Call of Duty is coming out. And uh, <laughs> there's a few Mario Kart tracks that you might want to play. And that's essentially it, right? So... Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the fall's going to be Nintendo. Like, there's no way Nintendo doesn't have two, three games waiting for us that well, they've they delayed have... for two years, you know? Like, They're going to have ba- Bayonetta 3 and Pokemon. Bayonetta will Xenoblade. be there. Yeah. Will, yeah. will they? <laughs> Bayonetta yes. will be there. Pokemon, Pokemon will definitely be there. I'll say Pokemon yeah. will definitely be there. But Bayonetta uh, will still, I want to... I'll point out that if Bayonetta doesn't come out by the end of this year, that game doesn't exist. That anymore. game doesn't exist. It's just an in trailer. <laughs> and then you'll get the the Metroid, one of the Metroid Prime remakes or something. I don't know. Um, actually, Wind Waker's 20th anniversary is in December, so I could. Definitely oh, so we're definitely see. getting that. Yeah. <clears throat> That'll be the uh, the Wind Waker, and it won't be Wind Waker Twilight Princess. It'll just be Wind Waker again because they'll sell that separately because that's not Nintendo, does it? And guess what? We'll buy it, and it'll outsell the uh, the Wii U version. <laughs> Which is what typically happens. Um, moving on to a different news. Uh, there is a hot new game coming to... What to, year is uh, it? <laughs> what year is it? No. There is a hot new game that you're all going to want to play that's now coming to every platform because you guys have been asking for it. Fall Guys is going no. free to play. It's like... Okay, so I I was negative on this the first time it was announced because it's like this has been like two years in the making, really. Mm-hmm. But with how these things work, once this game goes free to play, I feel like it's going to blow up again. Like I feel like this is going to yeah. be the thing for a couple of months. Um, but it's also cross-platform too, which is pretty yep. important. Cross-save, so, cross-platform. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, they're set up. I mean, the the game's solid. The game's good. Like, it's not like it's bad. Yeah. So they just kind of m- missed the opportunity. They landed the opportunity, but then they missed the continuation. Like, they missed expanding it. This is the expansion they needed. Uh, so, yeah. You don't I want mean, this to go the way of um, Among Us. I know we talked about that before. Yeah. No. Um, Among Us is dead. It's dead. It's still played by a bajillion people, but it's dead, yeah. <laughs> Um, listen check the steam charts that game doesn't exist anymore it doesn't exist on steam sorry guys i don't know if you looked at steam charts but no not a single person plays among us anymore uh but yeah it's interesting yeah so i mean it they had announced that it was coming to xbox and and switch and it does uh, you know feels it's not a they showed the uh, the video for the Switch version, and they showed the video for the Xbox version, and I couldn't tell the difference. It's like, well, this is it. Just looked like beans, man. Colorful beans with legs and arms, and it it's the kind of aesthetic that works for everything, right? Um, yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, it uh, it's Fall Guys. And Fall Guys is a fun fun game. 
Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's I don't fine. know. I, I, I've never really felt myself getting lost in a like a, a right. rich Fall Guys gameplay session. I think right. I think the issue, the, my issue at least, is it's always felt like a free to play game. Yeah, yes. like yes. that's why. Like, why am I spending twenty? I think it was thirty bucks actually on it this. Was, it was more. I believe game. it was more than twenty. Well, at, yeah, if you had like, a PlayStation, you got it for free. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then, yeah, but then they were like, "Hey, you can't add friends. You can't like all this stuff." But I feel like that initial period was just like a beta. Like this feels like the real launch mm-hmm. of the game now, which is kind of how games work now because games can come out, fail. So air bizarre. quotes fail and then just come back with the resurgence like hey it's free to play now like that'll just make a game like win so yeah it's it's cool it'll we'll be talking about this game for the next like three or four years still like, it's gonna be Shining one off, of those yeah, yeah. Yep. what i most what, what what impressed me the most about the whole announcement is the fact that uh it is getting delisted from steam mm-hmm. oh yeah uh which means that Epic paid a, I mean, you don't delist from Steam <laughs> unless you're getting a Ooh, good cool. chunk of money. Yeah, true, um, true. Like, Steam has so many people on it. I, I like, like, I don't know, You, especially when you're free to play, you want the place where the install base is. So imagine the deal that you are going to, make in order to say okay i don't need to be available there anymore you know like that's that really but then again maybe they're just like it was just a little bit of a cherry on top and the console is what they really wanted yeah i think they needed epic servers to do what they wanted to do so they just kind of just took it like hey like we need y'all we'll take the extra money too because like they definitely need the bandwidth for this like cross platform um and also i was just thinking about it like if they add the ability to like have like a code put up so like streamers can be like hey jump in this game like mm. that's all they need to do yeah and yeah. the game will last forever <laughs> so, i think yeah, being, on, being on uh more platforms gonna end up doing that for sure mm. <clears throat> make it like um almost you know jackbox style or even yeah. the way that among us did yep. it where it's like all right we're gonna lobby it up Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also pretty safe to stream because the names are all randomized and now there's all no randomized. voice voice chat. Yeah. So it's like it's pretty safe to stream, so anybody can d- do it without fear of like someone saying a curse curse word or whatever. Yeah. Excellent. There it is. The, yeah. The beans Good. are safe. The beans are your beans are safe. Your beans are safe. Uh, you know what's not safe? Um, I don't. And uh, forgot. Well, what's not safe is uh, anything that Norman Reedus is working. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because uh, apparently he just confirmed that they started working on uh, on Death Stranding too. Just here, okay. I don't think they are. I think he's just confused. I think he's like, we just did the. I think he, he he's like we just did the director's cut stuff. I had to record extra scenes. Like I think that's what he's talking about. I mm-hmm. don't. I can. Yeah, but you I, would, you would think that if that was the case, you, we would have heard from him by now, right? Um, for because like, like it's such an easy correction. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe it, I don't know. There's been so much silence after it that that's the only reason why I'm considering that it's that it's real. Yeah, I I don't want it to be real. Is I don't think a Death Stranding sequel would work because the magic's already gone. Like once you play that game, you just like no. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what else they from beginning, to it. If you've played it from beginning to end, I'm like I don't know unless they cycle through a few. Let's say genre change. They like no, like they would have to change genres and change the mechanics of the game. Like they couldn't just do the game again because mm. the magic of that game is discovering how you how to play that that game. Like that's well, what makes that game fun. Here it is from uh, Leo uh, Leo edit Leo the magazine. Um, yeah, the, you know they're they they're basically interviewing Norman Reedus and they they say okay so got the book and you're filming Death Stranding the video game. Uh, which is weird. You're filming this thing. Obviously, they know what they're talking about. Uh, he said, we just started the second one. Oh, how did that come about? Uh, Same actually, story. It's, it's just a funny Guillermo, de, Guillermo del Toro story, which is like, hey, some dude's going to call you. Just say yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that's, it. A, that's the story that's been told what? for like no, four or four years yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Stop being an asshole. Just say yes. He's like, then I was in, like a day later. I was in San Diego. So there you go. It, and he says, um, yeah, two, I, lo- I love how I love how much of a Luddite Norman Reedus makes himself sound. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sure. just like, I mean, it's, you know, where it's like, man, this ain't Miss Pac, man. It's so realistic. It's so futuristic. Yeah. It's like, I don't, as if it's games so have never. And beautiful. It's like, That's as if game, no game has ever approached this <laughs> amount of realism or futurism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> that's um, always what you hear actors say when they do their first game. They always say this, yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, this game is so complex and crazy." Like, yeah, you haven't seen a video game for like twenty years. <laughs> when your reference point is Miss Pac-Man, that is how it tends yeah. to go. Uh, but so, I mean, then again, the way that the the last sentence here in this paragraph, sorry, for yeah. absolutely slapping my microphone. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it maybe took two or three years to finish the mocap sessions. And then the game came out, and then it won awards. So we just started part two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at first the way that that like the way the article started, I was yeah. like, okay, this is an article that takes place in the past. Um, yeah. But the way that that's written is, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, part two can't. I mean, director's cut being the part two but then again i don't know maybe he, he is actually i feel like he's just confused because he doesn't know what a video game is like <laughs> we just we've already established, much, established that. But, but but how much could he confuse a director's cut with a part two they couldn't have involved him much in it they, 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 probably, no, they may have yeah there's a there's a lot of new animations and new cutscenes um, in the director's so, cut zach so, had a theory you said was yeah was that's my favorite? theory that he's just confused he doesn't know what's going he just thinks that he already like yeah we just started it like he's just like waiting on that call from code kojima but there isn't the next call because it's done when was the director's cut released like the end of last year so okay right at the end of last so yeah yeah, this article may have been uh written and the interview may have been a while back so it doesn't it doesn't say when it was uh uh it doesn't say when the the thing was written, but yeah, it may it, so it may have been written. It may have been written when uh, they were still working on the second one, and, you know, the or the the director's cut. 
And in my like heart, and in, in, in the deepest like part of my heart, I don't want it to be true because it kind of ruins the magic of Kojima games. Where like the lead up to learning what his game is is the most enthralling part of it. Like, what is this? Like, I don't want to know that it exists. Like, I I don't. That's why I'm so excited he- about his other project that's apparently done that he hasn't shown off yet. I want to see that. Like, that'll be at uh, at E3. Uh, abandoned. I, I thought you'd be excited for abandoned, dude. <laughs> that whole that whole thing is crazy. And and like we said, did you it's talk either... about that one, Dolly. What's that? Did you bring that one up last week on the podcast? I don't think I, I did not bring that up. So go ahead. We I mean, we can t- we can bring that oh, up okay. on this. On I was going to say that whole thing is crazy because we said it's either Kojima or it's just oh, a crazy it's... or like a crazy dude who's just like ruining his whole career yeah. and that and it ended, ended up being being that dude i think you had a, a hard on for kojima that's typically- yeah because well, I, I mean I, like yeah only because that's an exciting cool. idea yeah, yeah it's not exciting. like not out of any realism it's no, like no, yeah no. this would be sick yeah uh but no the the dude who was just <laughs> i hold on like I, now i gotta pull it up because you just what made was he, it up. <laughs> what was he doing? But yeah, but like on top of that, he was doing shady shit to like keep the magic going. Um, it was abandoned, right? Abandoned, yeah. So, uh, for those who don't know, this is the all they had was like a weird, not even a demo. It was just like play oh, the tweet's yeah. gone. Play this. Oh, did, is it really? That tweet that you posted is gone. <laughs> no. Uh, He's being uh, mysterious. It's Kojima. Uh, um, but luckily, we have embeds. Yeah, <laughs> that that preserver forever. Um, let's see. So the exact content was leaks surfaced saying that the game is not in development beyond a small paid demo as part of an investor scam. Also leaked fake Silent Hill images yeah. the yeah. developer created to keep pushing. The fake PT Kojima angle. Um, so that tweet's gone. However, the Imager album <laughs> is not. Love it. Um, and I don't know. Just the whole thing is fucking absolutely wild bananas. <laughs> but also, like, for me, is the most logical explanation of the whole thing. Yeah. Is that somebody was just it's putting the out a sad huge realization. Grift. Yep. Just a huge grift. Just a huge I remember grift. downloading that that app and like waiting. I was like, man, this is gonna be so cool. Which app? The abandoned app. Yeah, the abandoned oh, app. There was an app. I didn't know that. Oh, that's yeah, like he, that, yeah. They they released an app. Um, like it's like, like a we're gonna gig app. For yeah, us. like we're gonna re- we're gonna release a trailer for our, the next game on <laughs> this app. And then they were then like the day of like hours into the day they're like. We just can't get it to work. You're gonna have to have to wait, and they yeah. never massive tracking software installed really on multiple hey, phones. I was outside. I was like doing yard work. And I was like refreshing my phone. I... <laughs> What's great is it's gonna be uh yeah, that's right, it's gonna be a playable trailer that or, yeah, know. it was a playable trailer. Yeah, um, that's why. Yeah, he kept dropping those Kojima terms like playable trailer like oh, well, just, Kojima. just remember now if you've got that downloaded on your playstations hold on to it there because just like uh the silent hill the pt demo it's gonna be worth could be worth a lot of money one day uh might jack up the price of your playstation um let speaking of playstation 
last little bit of news, uh, and this is oh. certainly some play, some fun PlayStation stuff. Um, <clears throat> you guys hear that the P, the PS Now is almost here. I think it's coming tail end of this month, beginning of next month. I they mean, finally released their their games such, lineup. So hype! Who wouldn't know about it? Hey, look at it. There's Death Stranding is right there. All the games yeah. I already I I already own. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, typical. They're gonna have those monthly games. Here is your PS4, PS5 catalog. So you got Alienation, sweet. Uh, but to be honest, you know, if you don't own any of these games, Days it's Gone, good, good Demon deal. Souls, uh, Death, both Death Strandings, um, God of War. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima. It's actually a pretty decent deal. Uh, Gravity Rush Two. This is you know Spider Man, Miles Morales. So you start to think you're like, oh, actually, there are quite a few games on here that you know are kind of. Oh, The Last of Us re- uh, remake is already on there. It hasn't even been officially announced yet. Oh no, wait, that's the remastered, which is the remake of the original Last of Us that was already. Never mind. Um, uh, Last of Us Two isn't on there, but uh, no, you get all these. these <laughs> wait, the- is it not? No, Last of Us Two is not on there. <laughs> They're still pushing that sucker somehow. Uh, but games that came out afterwards, Ghost of Tsushima is out, is, is on this thing. So whatever. it's a better game. Well, yeah, it's a better game. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's just first party. Third party, uh, obviously, as As Creed Valhalla. Way um, too small of a list. Is way too what small it is. of a list. However, oh my god. It, it, what, However, what, Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight <laughs> is a highlighted <laughs> by Team Cherry and For Honor. Is on there. Um, Look at all, why there's so many asterisks. Because uh, they're part of the Ubisoft service. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's right. I forgot. I did see that. Yeah. So uh, there's Final Fantasy 15, the Royal Edition, which is what you already kind of have if you have the uh, um, the PlayStation Plus, uh, whatever. If you have it on the the PS5, the it basically came with Final Fantasy 15. Mortal Man, Kombat City 11. Skylines for PS4. Yeah. I cannot think of a worse way to play that game. Hey, ready? Outer Wilds. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's also on Game Pass. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so there's some decent games here. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's not the full list. They said they're still working on some things. I mean, Game of the Year, Guardians of the Galaxy is on there. I am actually surprised Final Fantasy VII isn't on there, even though that was a that was a PlayStation Plus game on point, right? Final Fantasy Seven, um, yeah, and it's not on this list, but um, uh, the classic games catalog—it's very minimal right now. Apex oh game my guys. god, dude, this is also so so small. But and they kept saying this is just part of the list. I think the reason behind that is they're still trying to get figure out which games work on this service and which games don't. I I do think you're going to get more games, probably not a ton more games right away. Um, but yeah. you'll have maybe a few more, maybe like a, another 10, 15 games, Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2, right? These games already exist on the PS4. That's why they put them In, on there. Yes. Yeah, that's why it says PS4, baby. Um, yeah, because like I own Rogue Galaxy on the PS4, Dark yeah. Cloud 1 on the yeah. PS4, Dark Cloud 2 on the PS4, Jack 2, Jack. Like I own all these games on the PS, PS4. What's ki- what kind of sucks is that PSP Super Stardust Portable is the only PSP game that uh, that is on there. That's on the whole list. 
PlayStation, PSP, PSP. Super. There are more PSP games. I mean, you got Crisis Core and get much. Vita is not even listed, dog. <laughs> Vita is not listed, uh, but yeah, I I do think. Um, <gasps> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's a oh. time trial. It's a time limited game trial. So it's like what? What are they like? What Nintendo does? Two hours. You got two hours or whatever it is. Um, which is in a way, it's kind of weirdly standard, right? What's the Steam return policy? Is it two hours on Steam? Something three, like three hours. Yeah. So but you get your. But I pay sixty bucks and play a game. I can yeah, get that true. sixty bucks back. Like, <laughs> this you're doing it for free. Um, yeah. Uh. But uh, yeah, so that's those are the games announced. Nothing like screams out at me. However, if you're just getting a PS5 somehow, if you're able to get a PS5, um, and you sign up to this thing, having this this initial catalog is actually pretty dope. Yeah, that's not. I like, think. <clears throat> yeah, if you're like a brand new gamer, yeah, and you're like like this is amazing. But yeah, it really is. It's great. It it isn't. F- like it is for us for gamers quotes but yeah they're just missing the mark like, a little bit yeah, yeah. so whatever you do. i mean the the biggest thing for me is that i think about what game pass looked like when i bought into it crackdown um, three <laughs> yeah right. um and the you know, the reason why it made sense was because of the promise of first party inclusion yes. at launch. Yes. Um, yep. And that's, that was what allowed for comfort of a, I mean, aside from the fact that I'm getting it at like less than half cost because I'm doing the Xbox live conversion. Um, but like, that's what's like, okay, no matter what else they do with it, if I'm getting first party games for free every time I'm cool. Um, but then the third party coverage really shines at least in my opinion, um, for it. Not that Microsoft doesn't have good first-party games, but, yeah, I don't know. The third-party coverage just seems lacking to me. Well, yeah, so for whatever reason, Sony (laughs) hates indie developers. I don't know why. Um, Microsoft loves them because they're part of PC, so it's kind of just part of the culture, and that's a huge thing that makes Game Pass important, I think, because... Like for me, it allows me to find games I've never heard of. Yeah. Like, hey, I've never heard of this game. Let's so check, huge. Let's check this out. Let's check out this game I would never play and see if I like it. Like, there's so many games you can find on Game Pass that are like that. And I don't think I like Xbox is really focused on just the experience of just playing games. This is kind of their thing. Like, we just want people to play games. And this this Sony service just comes across as like we just want you to buy the thing because we <laughs> know you want the stuff. It's, like um, so, the way Xbox really does feel like a sort of uh, Game Pass feels like a modern streaming like video yeah. streaming service because you're gonna hop on there, you're gonna see the big blockbusters. Like I'm gonna see something really cool on D- on Disney Plus or, or Netflix. I'm gonna see a really cool movie on Netflix that I've been looking forward to, and then I'm like, oh, and then there's ultimatum is like right next to it. I have no idea what that is. Let me watch that. And I get sucked into like some stupid vampire survivors on game pass. And so uh, that's, I think Microsoft understands that aspect. You have to mix in these indies and lesser known games to really make it sort of a, a a worthwhile experience. Cause it it is, it's part of the experience. Meanwhile, Sony is, 
here are AAA games for our AAA experience. You want them. It's like, yeah, I want the big games, but I, it's, I'm just buying into your, your tunnel and not what else is available on. And they're, to your point, Zach, um, because they're leaving out indies on this, I'd feel pretty shitty as an indie dev to want to put my game on PlayStation if I mean, I'm not going to get the support that, it, that, yeah. that I'm going to get on Microsoft. It's been like Nintendo. that since yeah. the beginning of the PS4. Like, because yeah. Sony made a big push for we love indies at the beginning yeah. of the PS PS4, and they pushed an indie game into the limelight, No Man's Sky, and yeah. they paid for that pretty heavily. Pretty heavily, that studio did, but it's like then they just kind of stopped promoting indies mm-hmm. at E E3, stopped doing that thing. It's just, it's just like. It's strange, but that just created a bunch of growth yeah. Else, yeah. elsewhere. But I wanted to like circle back on like they I don't know who this is for, right? Mm-hmm. Like cuz like the people who play Sony games already have played most of those games. Like here's these games that we have. You've played mm-hmm you've played them like you've played the you've played the uncharted you played ghost of tsushima you played last of us you've played like all of them so it's like who is this for besides just to get more people to buy a thing like new gamers like that's just kind of what they're focused on and that's not what the focus should be it's like we were saying before xbox is focused on the people who already love games like and just that alone and having access to that is going to attract more more people there's going sony's just going about it in the wrong way and it's just it's not i don't think it's going to work they're going to have to rework it a lot and it might eventually be something cool and i think a lot of that relies on them having a pc client and having things work with that with it which they've been talking about for forever so i don't know it's just I just don't think it's gonna get it's gonna work for a while. It um it definitely feels like it's designed for the kid at at GameStop to sell the grandma who comes in to buy their grandkid a play. Can I get one of those PlayStation Fives? My grandkid's been been crying for them. Yeah, sure. By the way, get this PlayStation Network uh, essential kit for him. It's all the hot games, all the newest games. And oh, sure, that sounds good. This definitely feels like aimed for the parental buyer who has no yeah. idea what the what their kid wants. It's but, a very yeah. Nintendo tactic. It's very strange. It is in a weird way. Like, Nintendo has like a, almost abandoned it, <laughs> and Sony's picking up that torch. Um, what, <laughs> what's weird? What's weird to me is how, in some regards, obviously Nintendo doesn't have. A full catalog offering, yeah. um, just the you know the emulated stuff. But, yeah, don't say that word, or they're gonna yeah. get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's legit. No, it's okay. Line. It's okay. They're emulating it. Nintendo's <laughs> doing it. Um, but you know, Nintendo's coming out before a game comes out and is saying Nintendo Switch Online is going to include all DLC and stuff for this game that's coming out mm-hmm. next yeah and yes it's not give you know you're not subscribing and getting the game for free but it's also much cheaper uh, than those other services it's and more value than the playstation 
Thing. Well, that's and that's that's yeah. kind of what my point is. It's like, how have we entered the bizarre world where a Nintendo is offering something that appears to be a greater value add for a game sure. that Nintendo is like, not last year's game, the AAA game that Nintendo is coming out with like this year, mm-hmm. um, and you're going to get content by being a subscriber to one of their services. Yeah, uh, kind of, kind of new. <laughs> Because they're catering to they're they're catering to the people who already have the thing. Sony is yep. catering to people who don't have the thing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Make <laughs> sense. Well, it, it it really doesn't make sense when you look at the platform, uh, like the just the state of the of everything, and they're like, yeah, PS fives are selling out. We can't keep up stock quickly. Create the product for people that don't have the PS five. <laughs> like, yeah. Dog, everybody's buying it. We don't have to worry about that. That's yeah. not the that's not the problem. It is. It's such a weird. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a very we- you're right. It's a very weird world right now, and I'm curious how this is gonna turn out for some. I do, yeah, exactly to your point. I think this is gonna change and adjust and shift and mold uh, over the next like couple years here because if they don't, if this comes out and it doesn't, it ends up being kind of what we think it is, which is is not gonna set the world on fire. You could see Sony pivot pretty quickly. Um, but PlayStation but really One does. achieve achievements. The PlayStation Classic yeah. games have achievements. That's yeah. going to make people buy it. Yeah. Um, our right. siphon filter. Siphon filter. <laughs> uh, give me achievements for IQ, Intelligent Cube. Um, all right, let's move on to stuff we've been playing, and we've been playing a lot. Uh, both you and I are playing one game that we can talk Mm-mm. about here in a second. That <laughs> game came out. We got to do our due diligence uh you've been playing a separate game that you can talk about and i've been playing a second game that i can talk about and then taylor have you been let's start with taylor though taylor what what have you actually been playing um i've been playing uh, rogue legacy uh no i already talked about rogue legacy 2 and that game's on the burner for now um not that it wasn't good just that i need a break um I picked so I so instead I picked back up Vampire Survivors. Nice, that's I a needed, game. I needed more concentrated video game, um, mm-hmm. and that one's now back on the burner <laughs> <laughs> because it did. It, it's like it's distilled video game. You can only take so much of it at once. Um, I tried oh, out. Um, I tried out the demo for uh, Soldiers, okay. uh, which was that came up in conversation on. In the Discord, so I wanted to check I might out the demo. have a code for review. Uh, mm. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. That demo was pretty pretty chunky. Cool. It's a pretty big yeah. it's pretty pretty big demo. It's like two hours of the game. Um it's interesting. I, it's not what I expected it to be. So I thought it was going based on the trailer that it was going to be more rogue like oriented, and it is not. not. It's actually just a side-scrolling action Metroidvania, yeah, but good. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good to play. It's um, it's cool because you get three classes to pick pick from, so that just gives you replay like a like. Hey, I played through the game. I don't play through it as this other class. Like see, that alone the, just like makes it fun. The, I think that I fifteen years ago me would agree one hundred percent. I'd be like replayability. It's important. <laughs> nowadays me it's like that's a really cool feature that i will never make use of i'm yeah. gonna beat that game once and never touch it again <laughs> that's just me um and yeah i uh, played i played 
I played two hours of it last night. I played through most of it as the archer. I think the archer is really, really fun. Um, but I've tried the other classes, and they're is this the soldiers game you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just talking about the demo part. The so demo I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. I thought it would be more rogue, roguelikey, but there's leveling up, and there's mm. just, I, like. I lo- trees yeah, the, and selecting different rooms and stuff and it's it's the yeah this the stats the stats make it feel like an older game hmm. and a newer shell uh yep. but in the good ways uh it doesn't feel dated it just remind it's reminiscent it reminds me of 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 some older games yeah. and then um and then i've been playing some uh deep rock galactic Deep Rock Galactic, getting back into that's so, a good one. That's good. So that's Zach good. was Zach berated me, and he was like, "You can play it solo. It's fine. It's fun." Um, it is. And it is. It is. <laughs> and then I also, I also, I also played it with a couple other people. Um, and yeah, it plays My really dog's well. Trying on. to open the door. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <In the background>. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it actually, it also really play. It plays. It's not fully confirmed it says you know works on steam deck mm-hmm. um but i found it to be pretty good quite good on steam deck actually uh so yeah it's a it's a fun game the apocalyptic cool. is very good which many which many people have known for many yeah many years it's sure. a very why it's overwhelmingly positive on steam <laughs> with like a hundred thousand reviews <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy it's 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 insane how many people have deep rock Galactic. Yeah. um Here's a game that uh, that is also going to get just a ton of positive uh, positive feedback, uh, and that is a game that came out yesterday that both Zach and I are playing called Deadcraft. Playing is a is a loose term here. Um, let, so let me let me let me lead into this by saying I I'm gonna watch this trailer. I played the demo. This is this is the intro video. I played the demo at PAX East, uh, which y'all might remember, and I spoke about Zach, how the game was there's, basically boring. There, there's like farming and stuff, though. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said give it to me. <laughs> yeah, he said give me it, and they sent us a couple codes. Um, and it's it's a they throw a bunch of genres together from farming <laughs> game to whatever race car in the desert to yeah, mess Mad Max Fury Road right there to some Diablo-ish loot stuff. It's like, they're like, let's take bits and pieces of everything, and that'll be cool. It's like, well, not if nothing, that, none of it goes together, and not if you make just a really boring... I mean, that's Lollipop Chainsaw right there, the way she was yeah. saying. So, um, it's a pretty a pretty boring... It, yeah. It's a very uneventful game. Very uneventful game. So it doesn't do thing... anything spectacularly. Okay, so here's me, right? All this stuff on screen... I think looks awesome. Like, man, this yeah, game hey. looks pretty sick. But gen- genuine, genuinely, the way the systems work together is just not good. It's you talk about the tutorial, the intro tutorial. Oh, yeah. So, God. like, you basically have this like straight path from like your farm to the city. And the games kind of starts throwing stuff at you, like, hey, you, you can kill dudes. Hey, there's a stamina bar. Hey, there's a hunger bar, blah, blah, blah. But all the actions it asks you to do require you to use your stamina. So you're using your stamina. Yeah. You're you're running away from zombies. You're killing, killing them. All these things take 
stamina. Um, and you can run out of stamina and just be dragging your feet for the whole tutorial because you have to get through the beginning tutorial to learn how to make a fire to make the thing to get stamina back. So I'm going to point you here real quick. <laughs> this this little uh, thing is the stamina. Which you guys see my pointer there. That's stamina. That's your health. You're also hungry because this is part of the demo, by the way. You're also hungry. And then this is your water because you need to have all of these, right? If you run out of water, you die. If yeah. you run out of health, you die. If you run out of stamina, you can't move fast enough to get back to where you need to get to, which means you end up dying. And then if you don't watch maintain your food, like your intake, you turn into a zombie and you die. And it's like, yeah. okay, so there are four ways to kill me here. And in this tutorial where you have to get from like over here at the guy's house, all the way to like, or like from over here, all the way up over this way to this old geezer dude, uh, you, you will end up dying and you will lose all your shit and you start all over again and you have to do that. All, and then you're just, oh, it's just running back it's, and forth. You're running out of stamina. It's just a poorly designed tutorial, but also yeah. like, I think if they would have stripped away, like the hunger, the water, yes. the stamina, the game would be pretty fucking fun. Like it, I, I would like it a lot. It um in the demo at uh, PAX East, the it felt like the the effect of the stamina and the water was really minimized. Like I didn't notice any need for water in in this game. Essentially, if um if you don't get enough water, the screen starts to shimmer and you end up uh you know you're you get kind of sluggish and you die. Right. So yeah. uh, and so yeah, and the it's just you need to be op to enjoy a game like this because it's it, there's it, so many gates to having an enjoyable time. It's like, just get rid of all the, get rid of all those bars. Just give me a health well, bar and a power bar. That's it. It's really linear, which is kind of yeah. like yeah, really opposite weird. of what a survival game is. Survival games really aren't linear. They're pretty open. They let you kind of walk around and explore and learn things as you go. This is the part. Zombie this gramps. Is, yeah. Sorry. Right. This just kind of like shoves you into this, part it says hey here's the survival mechanics here's this little area um don't don't dare dash don't don't you dare dash don't you dare attack anything or you're gonna run out of stamina and die it's so bad it is i wanted to get past it so i could play but i kept running out of stamina yeah because like i just just let me play the play the game um yeah it's see look he's good. almost out of stamina here and he just started moving with the grants <laughs> <clears throat> and this because is a demo by the developers like they're playing this here when you uh, swing your so weapon it, it takes look stamina at so we just keep fighting like this as we head back to town that's not how you explain we just keep doing this it's not how you make a game enjoyable <laughs> you, you don't say that you, when you swing your no weapon purpose. it takes take stamina when you roll it takes stamina um there there's gonna be if so this is out on everything and it's a budget game, right? It's like what 30 bucks, I think. Looks like um, a mobile game ad, which is why I wanted to play it. Kind it of, looks like one of those mobile kind game of feel, ads. Yeah. Um it, it's a bunch of quests, is really all this game is just a huge list of quests. You it doesn't feel like any of the farming stuff is necessary at all. Like I could care less about the farming, which you really only need to farm so that you can craft. And you only need to craft to do 
some of these it's like you need to craft like three of these things so you can open up this part of the quest like so i had to kill zombies plant their freaking arms which is great because this game doesn't have any legs um <laughs> and uh it it's that bad where like it it's just uh, it's so frustrating so it takes thank you you're welcome. <laughs> it takes Jesus. the like mechanic because like farming games what i like about farming games is the fact that they're relaxing is really like not my main concern. I like farming games because I, as I like f figuring out how to be as efficient as possible mm -hmm. and I like mm -hmm. figuring out and I like seeing that like increase in production, seeing how I can increase stuff. This doesn't have any of that. It's just like, Hey, uh -uh. you need to plant arms so you can get this shit to make some other shit. So you can go fight this, fight this boss. Like, you need to plant what, an arm. Yeah. It's, it has it's the thing that sucks is it's genuinely like I think it would be fun if yeah, it didn't have some things. I has like that weird like pseudo feeling of like mm -hmm. games like, that I like, I enjoy. It's I enjoy seed, so and there yeah, I enjoy these cringy games. I like that, it's fun, but it's like if I can't get past the tutorial, like if your tutorial makes you want to stop playing your game, you failed as mm -hmm. a game. Like yeah, and it also has a sin of having like way too many cutscenes in the first, oh and so talky. Like, yeah, as you're playing yeah. the game, the guy will come up and say, uh, "Like, you'll start playing. You'll say, I really should get. I think I should get some water. Yeah, maybe I'll go over there and get some water. But I need to go through the desert to get some water to get over there. I'm like, oh, dude, just have a blinking arrow on the screen that's in the distance. That's all I need. I don't need you to explain." every freaking thing that happens and but see the thing just, oh. is the thing is dolly that on paper sounds funny and i would enjoy that i would enjoy it, that game it, it, but it's not executed well at all it's mm -mm. not executed at all here like i don't actually don't mind the little banter he has there with with uh the the older dude you know because they're actually kind of chatting back and forth and they're saying some stuff but there's just so much exposition in this game that just makes it uh, whatever um and this again this is all from the opening part of the demo download the demo if you mm -hmm. like it if you can get mm -hmm. past it if you can handle it then the game really is it's a bunch of quests that you can do and it's kind of the only way to re to re to uh talk about it it's just a game it's a bunch of quests um yeah that's it it's Zombies. a mobile game it's a mobile game um i have something that i want to talk about and then we're going to hop into what you're going to talk about i want to hop into to my game first so a lot of hopping a lot of hopping my boy are my arms tired um so <laughs> i am poor taylor's gonna die for my bad jokes i've been playing dolman Ooh, can i shrink this god he made a powerpoint no it's the it's a google doc thingy no um, press made a powerpoint it's the same thing it's the same thing so dolman is a you got you guys have heard of elden ring um, I'm gonna go full screen on this bad boy. That way, you guys can. Is this one of those Elden Rings? Yeah, this is one <laughs> of them Elden Rings, baby. Um, I'll put us down here. Uh, <clears throat> so Dolmen is a um, Souls-like. It's a space-like huh? uh, game that, uh, and I'll play the. Uh, I'll play the trailer here. Let's see. You guys see the trailer? You guys see the trailer? Yeah. All right. It's a Souls-like in space which is actually kind of a cool idea because um, one of the issues I've had with souls likes is again, it's always that dang medieval setting. And it's like, okay, how many times can I see a, a dang knight in a horse? Setting, a dang, 
another guy in a horse. Uh, what they did with Dolman is it's a souls like, but it's much heavier on like, you're still, it's basically get to a big boss, fight the boss, learn some lore about the boss, get to the next boss. Um, Ooh, dark souls. Okay. Oh, Hey, Playland is here. Yeah, it does. Uh, dark souls in space. Uh, but they throw in and I'll show in a little bit. There's a lot of, um, dead space and mass effect influence in this and some of their system dead space from the kind of overall design of uh of the game like there's a lot of hr geiger ish stuff leaking out of walls uh you're hopping across asteroids in some areas inside a ship so it definitely kind of looks and feels like dead space in some areas looks um, like warframe it does have a little bit of warframe in there too yeah uh and it but it has a little bit of the massive mass effect which which mass effect that was much more action based was that uh two I think two it has much more mass effect two into it in, into how you're kind of running around shooting at enemies and upgrading your um your skill trees because there's a little bit of a not really a skill tree but there's a little there's definitely like the ability to upgrade and grind and that kind of stuff which is pretty typical so like it's not a difficult game the demo at pax was way more difficult because I felt like I was on the spot uh, and I had had you know kind of going in blind. Playing it now on the I'm playing this is the PS5 version I was playing and I was playing in um uh the higher kind of the higher performance I'm oh, sorry higher visual fidelity mode. Um, pink. He's pink. Was, yeah, pink. Uh, actually uh, worked out a lot lot better. So um, I'll kind of guide you here real quick. You have. Uh, we talked about all the different kind of bars and settings and dead craft. These are much easier to understand. This blue one is your, is your, yeah, we've all played Elden Ring, Dolly. Yeah. Elden Ring, all these kind of stuff. Blue um, is your stamina. Green is your health. Red is your rage. No, red is your health. Green is your stamina. <laughs> blue is how to, how to ban Zach. No, um, it's, uh, as you use your special stuff, obviously your blue, blue bar changes. And if you end up using a, heal then your blue bar gets cut in half and you have to utilize your uh tools down here to to kind of expand it and you get your health uh or experience points and your loot and all that kind of stuff very easy to understand um uh if you've played any souls like if you played any kind of action game over the last few years action rpg um but i really like the mobility because of where you're a lot closer up in this than you are in like an Elden Ring in Elden Ring and some of the other uh action games, action RPGs. Your character, the camera's like pulled back a little bit more, so you see more of the 3D character. You're up a little bit closer here, like you would be in Dead Space and, and Mass Effect. Um uh this is a shot of me. They have a ship, you can get into the ship, and uh when you rescue these dudes back there, you can find them in each of these little areas that you go to. They start populating your ship and getting you stuff. <clears throat> There's a bunch of them out there, but yeah. You're hey, look at very dead spacey, um, but the game's like really easy to control. The triggers are the attacks and the blo the blocking and the parry. It's not complex controls. Like I found Elden Ring in a way, you're sort of you're bouncing around a lot on the buttons. You have to kind of do you have to multitask and really know where things are. They're a lot easier to I feel like to understand in Dolmen um, because they've paired back a lot of the stuff. This does feel like um it feels like a studio's first steps on uh, a souls like game which is which is not a bad thing it's just me it's just me saying they're going to the basics of what this genre is 
they're putting it in space and they're letting people just kind of have fun and, and roam around and not be hampered by difficulty. There's still challenge, but there's not like purposeful difficulty. Right. And so um, I do like the design elements here. Uh, again, it looks like a lot of HR Geiger stuff um, as you're floating around and you walk around these like, there I am taking photos of myself. Uh, and then you, you know, there's a lot of these little set pieces where you walk into this hive. I think I forget the name of the, the enemy here. You'll find out in a second. Um, I walk into the hive. This is the first boss. There it is. The Dementula. Ah, demon. Well, that's from Zelda. De yeah, uh, that's a sculpture. No, so it's a big giant ass spider queen that you're taking down, right? So you take on a spider queen. I got wrecked when I first when I first faced off against her, and uh, I thought, oh great, this this kind of this kind of sucks. Um, it's too difficult. And I thought, you know what? Let me take some of my Elden Ring know how because I consider myself a, an expert now, not at all. <laughs> um, and let me grind a little bit, which is what you're supposed to do in RPGs. So I went back, did a little bit of grinding. This is, um, you can uh, grind and increase your personal stats, and you can also craft weapons with more powerful stats that you're finding from mm -mm. Uh, some loot. And it's very simplified uh, crafting. It's like, here's mm -mm. the, what's that? I don't like it. You know, <laughs> I like it because it's not overkill. Um, it's like, pick your weapon. All right, you got enough things here? Yeah, you got enough of the pieces here. You need two of these and two of those. And then grab the mod the bonus, the modifiers, which is like uh, this is the rare, this is the pyro metal, which gives you you know a little bit extra attack <laughs> speed. It gives this, so it's really sort of this basic uh, look at um, crafting and upgrading your skill sets. And I find that to be really good for someone like me who isn't in love with. I've always talked about saying um, a Souls like uh, a FromSoft game. I'm going to try it this time. And I, nope, I'm not going to lie. And it's, it's been the way every time, even Elden Ring, as much as I like putzing around and walking around in Elden Ring and just doing random stuff, it doesn't have, it still hasn't gotten its hooks into me. Um, this game has its hooks in me a little bit more because it is sort of scaled back a bit. Like it, it really is more about the, there's a little bit of a story, but we really want you to just kind of run around and do action movie action video game type stuff. Um, anyways, I upgraded myself. You can see I upgraded my energy bar, my health, my stamina, my weapons. And, uh, I think I was up to level like, uh, from, let's see, I took her on initially at level four and then, uh, and that's when I got clobbered and I came back and whipped her at like level 25 after just really quickly uh, grinding a little bit, about an hour and a half of grinding at most. And uh, clobbered her. And it was really cool. It was just a really nice action. It's, again, not going to win any crazy awards. Not going to win the best Souls-like of the year. Elden Ring's out there. Uh, but for someone who is interested in space games like I am, I love the aesthetic. I really enjoy the uh, the idea of Dolmen is that Dolmen is sort of this element that can allow interdimensional and time-based um, effects. And so when you die your timeline gets reset and you get sucked back mm. into where you were. And that's kind of their explanation of, of the whole reset system in, uh, in these kinds of games. And so, yeah, really digging it. Uh, there we go. Some more, these are, this is actually a couple of images. You can see some of the cool HR Geiger, like um, the, what I mean by that is alien style stuff of design elements. Like the whole first area is this, <clears throat> you're almost like this in inside this living hive, this, uh, infested building 
very dead space like and you got some kind of cool color machining it again um it's not gonna completely blow your socks off because they announced the game and then it was out a few months later i think they announced it back in like august or something um at gamescom and then it's out now they i played it at pax east it was I, I enjoyed it at pax east and i'm actually really liking it here on console and uh yeah i think if you're if you're the kind of person who is a little overwhelmed by Elden Ring uh, and kind of Dark Souls in general, this is probably going to be more up your alley. Like if you're, again, getting a little tired of the sword and shield and sorcery, uh, space is the place that uh, that you might you might like. So that's Dolman. I'm, I'm digging it. It's, again, not difficult, but still challenging because the boss fights are cool. Um, the... Uh, uh, the traversal there's a lot of area a lot of ways to get around areas uh, they did a really good job of, of verticality in these places um in the sort of the maps and stuff so yeah i'm, I'm really digging it i think it's something that people might actually get a kick out of dolman enjoy any questions you got anything to say or is that, that basically it? Um, I mean, well, it's tough for me because i we, we talked about it when i when, when i was yeah. at pack so it's no, Zach. I think yeah, yeah. I think you should check out the surge. The surge is pretty good. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that a shot too because a few folks have talked about it. Um, but uh, until then, I'm. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm digging Dolman. It's a solid seven. Out it looks of 10, interesting. Maybe. Yeah, a seven looks, out of ten, which is what I'm all about. I'm all about this. Card. Looks like one of those. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, and now. Zacharias. Okay, I got two quick ones. Mm. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2. I haven't talked about it on the show. It's very good. I think it needs some fixing still, but it's mm. good. Um, I think the way they punish you for just playing the game is kind of unfair. Like mm. It's just like it's one of those things where you'll go to the next like room and then you'll just get hit by something. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> like it's like, so, it's, yeah, it's, they, they, it's they, really they, they, they lean a little heavy into the randomness of some of the rooms where, <laughs> I mean, I probably put like 25 plus hours into it by now. <laughs> so you, you start to get a feel for it of like, what do I like, but you don't want to have to like jump every single time you go into a room, jump yeah. dash just because there could be a spike ball flying at your face or yeah. a an enemy that's like one of the things that happens is that if you enter a room the enemies are there the enemies always start in the same spot so if you leave the room and then come back they're all there again exactly where they were the first time and so you especially on harder difficulties if you go to new game or new game plus or new game plus plus you it's a, like a core requirement. You have to go into the room, see where all the enemies are, leave, come back now that you know where they are and what you have to do to not die. Yeah, I don't think that <laughs> is a fun mechanic, and I think yeah, it should I be agree. removed. Um, I also think some of the classes are useless and shouldn't be in the game. Um, but besides that, it's a very good game. Um, I like... The platforming, I like how like the second area you unlock is pretty much just like a platforming just focus. Platforming, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool because like usually these rogue roguelike Metroidvanias are just focused on combat. Um, so it's really fun to just like platform for the next you know hurdle. Uh, so yeah, it's fun. Definitely check it out. Uh, 
Yeah, it's really good though. Besides those small little nit nit nitpicks, I guess. Um, Loot River is pretty cool. Um, I played. I've been meaning about to download an it. Hour of that, and it's interesting. And I don't know how they do it, but it's able to randomly generate like sliding puzzles for you as you go through these worlds, uh, not worlds like stages. And the sliding puzzles by themselves are really difficult, but you have to balance fighting bad guys at the same time. So it's like you're sliding a stage and you're like you're sliding to hit a guy, sliding back and forth, or you're like trying to like maneuver all these blocks to get around. Um, and it's pretty fun um i will say it's kind of basic it's just like a basic kind of like souls like hit them roll type of game but the puzzle mechanic that's at its core is really interesting and they it just kind of makes for a little hectic thing they add like time crushes to it like hey if you reach this point by three minutes you get this thing or like so it's pretty cool if you want to challenge challenge yourself it's not something i think i would like beat but i think the core mechanics are really fucking cool so if you want something play that it's, a, it's cool it's a sliding puzzle like that's just awesome um but yeah so the other two are review games one of them is an early access game called turbo overkill turbo overkill is it's just a boomer shooter it's just like you're a guy fighting stuff um in levels like it's just like imagine hexen or like doom it's pretty pretty much that but you have a chainsaw for a leg um and you can use that to like slide and go fast and that's just kind of it um as the early access game is pretty solid like they have the mechanics down i think the fights get a little too boring because you just like crowd a guys in the circle then you just like chainsaw them or shoot them um, and the fix for that doom, doom eternal has kind of shown how to fix that, like make there be puzzles for characters, for bad guys as you fight them. Um, they, I think if they adjust the game towards that, like they add more interesting ways to fight bad guys besides just shooting and running into them, it would be better. Um, cause it's pretty basic as it is, uh, but it's not horrible it's not the worst boomer shooter a like 90s game inspired game i've played so i'm excited to see where it goes but i th really think they should rethink how they approach uh combat because it's just shooting dudes and that's really not not fun after you do it for two hours um but yeah it's worth checking out maybe maybe not now but it's pretty impressive the solid like gameplay mechanic that they have. Like it, it just feels good, um, and that's that says a lot. So, yeah. But the big game is the Wheel of Time, which I think you should probably pull up a video of. Just pull up the Wheel of Time PC game video. Um, this game is so interesting. <laughs> it came out in 1999. Um, it's based off the Robert Jordan fantasy series, which is like the most, one of the most beloved fantasy series ever. Um, and they're like, okay, let's make a video game, but what should, what genre should we make this game? Should we make it, uh, an RPG, a tactical game, 
They're like, no, let's make it a first-person shooter. Let's make this <laughs> fantasy game a first-person shooter. Uh, and it's like, it's, and it's really good. It is a very, very good game. Um, it has the lore of these books. Are you playing this for the first time, like, yeah. 23 years later or whatever? Yeah, yeah, no. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's really good. Um, they re- they re so they re released it. Uh, Night Dive Studios did a re release so you can play it on like modern screens and gave a bunch of modern uh updates to it, but it's just this still. Um, and it's just like they have this really expansive lore from the books to play with for a story for the games, and it's really interesting. So, the backdrop of the Wheel of Time is pretty much like there's a, a world that exists and there's two different sides to this magic system. There's a male side and a female side. The male side corrupted the magic and tried to take over the world. The females killed all the males and only females can use magic and they r- rule the world and they pretty, pretty much kill any man who can use magic. Cause any male who encounters magic goes corrupt and tries to kill everything. So that's just kind of the it's background. Fairly normal. Fairly normal. Yeah. <laughs> so the main character you play her name is, let's see, I wrote it down over here. Uh, her name is Eliana. She is a mage, but she's not the strongest mage. She's a pretty weak one. Uh, they're called Aes Sedai in this world. That's what they're called. Um, and what's cool is she can only really channel magic through these tools called... Tear on Griel. Tear on Griel are these like tools that people use in the world to like use for healing, use for like shooting things, use for preparing tools. And you have 40 of these relics to use. And the interesting thing is they have limited uses. So you can use them in defensive ways or off or like a way to fight. So you and you grab these things. And you have to be like, okay, should I save this for now? Should I use it over here? Should I use the shield? What should I do? So there's a limited amount that you can that you can use of these things. So it plays into the lore of the books really well and plays into the story. It makes it really tense. Like, oh my gosh, like I could die. And you die a lot because it's hard. These bad guys are like hard to fight. But the game also will transition into like a thief kind of game where you're sneaking around in cities and like not being, not being caught and hiding. And then sometimes you have to hunker down and build stuff and do a tower defense like game where you have to defend like yourself. So you, so you like hide in a room and put up towers and traps and magic stuff. So you can just like live because you're just a weak person. You're just like a, like a weak magic user. And it's just, it's really cool. Um, and the interesting thing is it plays really well into the start of the series of books. Like this takes place 150 years prior to the books. So, and it's considered by a lot of fans to be canon, even though it's not officially canon because the ending plays into the books and like it feels genuine. Like it feels like the people who made the game cared and they wanted to take the lore of this world and, make a game out of it, make a first person shooter, like thief hexen game out of it. Like it's really interesting. And just it having this amazing lore and background makes it have like a good story. Um, it's just, yeah, it's a good game, um, which is wild. It's just like one of those rare, like 
like uh what's the what's the word like uh licensed games that's like actually good um and it's just genuinely like quality across across the board this is the first level right right here where you're just kind of learning how to use all your stuff um yeah it's it reminds me of dusk a little bit at least in terms yeah. of uh yeah it's definitely i mean yeah that's just the boomer shooter thing yep. yeah but yeah, it's like yeah it's crazy it's crazy that this game 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 exists but it's but it, yeah like if you have 10 bucks like buy it on gog and play it like it's <laughs> yeah it's sick uh yeah it's just crazy that this exists there and those is. are the and those are the bad guys. Those are called Trollocs. I'm just yeah. I need to Classic. watch the Amazon show. It's no, it's bad. No. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. Like it. <laughs> it's they change a lot from the books. Okay. Um uh, yeah. It just kind of ruins it. But whatever. Cool. But the books are, are great. Yeah. The books were made by Robert Jordan, who died before he finished the books, and then Brandon Sanderson. The guy I always talk about finished this series for him. The last like three books. So yep. Nope. Okay. That's it. I think it's it for uh, the show tonight. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I haven't played anything else. So we yeah. had plenty there. Plenty there. Gents, it's Friday night. A little it's bit more night. than an hour. A little you bit know, more than an hour. Which, sorry. which he knows, which means you know what time it is, right? bedtime yeah very much so very much so it's 10 50 it's 10 20 <laughs> it's shower time and then bedtime gentlemen bedtime. uh viewers listeners thank you all for joining us um you can find that again find us everywhere sidequestion.com sidequestion tv you can find now find us on iHeartRadio if you look there as well so we are literally literally on every i think we're going to be on pandora pretty soon too which is pretty wild so um <gasps> it'll add like maybe two more listeners uh, but what you can do is obviously like and subscribe on Twitch and YouTube and all that. But please uh, subscribe, rate us, leave a comment on like iTunes because um, for visibility, that really does help. The more people, the more stuff that gets engaged on there, the more we bubble up, yada, yada, yada. And the more we can get companies like Excedrin and uh, other companies to sponsor us, we'll get Lay's potato chips or something. Who knows? Gents, have yourselves a wonderful rest, rest of your evening. Everybody else, we'll see you next time on the side quest. Bye.